Because if we know that he hears us, we know, not we might, but we know that we will have the petitions that we have asked of him. Ah, well, how do we get him to hear us? How do we get God to hear us? To ask, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Well, how do we know it's his will to heal me, to bless me, to give me favor? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. God's will is his word. So read the will and know what's the will. His word, another word for will is, guess what? Covenant. Read the new covenant and know what the will of the Lord is. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast with Al Jennings. When you receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, you will reign in life. Listen in as he discusses the effortless life of God's grace. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. Let's dive right in. All right. Here's what I'm expecting out of you this year. This is what I am expecting out of y'all. And it's not up to me. I was praying today for grace and peace to be multiplied to you as you grow in the knowledge of Jesus. But actually, you know what? When I got through praying, it was like the Lord saying to me, you don't need to pray about that. Because it will happen automatically, and it's up to you because grace and peace will automatically be multiplied to you as you grow in the knowledge of Jesus. So may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord Weist translation says, by the full knowledge of our God, even Jesus, our Lord. So the, the more that you know about Jesus and his finished work, the more grace and peace will be multiplied in your life. Isn't that good news? So the ball's in your court. And I believe we're growing right now. We're, we're growing in our knowledge, in our, in our revelation knowledge. Yeah. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Yes the Word of God, and this is revelation, rhema word, revelation. Oh, hallelujah. Revelation of the Word of God. Ask the Lord to open your eyes to the Scriptures. Ask the Lord to give you revelation in the Word. And as you get more and more revelation knowledge, grace, and peace, will be multiplied to you. And you know, it's not just um, getting more scriptures, right? It's not just how many scriptures you know, it's how many scriptures you know. In other words, it's not how many scriptures you've memorized, it's how many scriptures do you have revelation of. You can go over the same scripture and get different revelation from the same scripture. And as we're reading this right now, you can get revelation 
in your heart about this, something that you didn't realize before, but something that was quickened or made alive to you as you read this right now. And when you get that revelation, when you get that insight, that another way to say it is illumination, guess what? Grace and peace gets multiplied in your life. Oh, glory to God, that's good stuff. So with that, we're going to um, jump into a healing scripture. What I want to do is go through the individual cases of healing in Jesus' ministry. Okay? So I want to take my time and go through the, the individual cases of healings. Not when Jesus healed the multitude Everybody that um, in the multitude, when he went about healing all who were sick, I want to go to specific individual cases of healings and see what we can get out of that. All right. And so we're going to take one of them today. And recently I've shared this. Um, I shared this in these confessions recently, but this time I want to revisit it from another translation, all right? Here's the scripture I'm talking about. Mark chapter 1, when a leper came to Jesus. Again, we're looking at individual cases of healing, and here it says, on one occasion, a leper came and threw himself down in front of Jesus, pleading for his healing. Now, we have a responsibility as believers to get the word of God to work for us. And it's very simple. Our response to this new covenant, this finished work of Jesus, is that, or our response is thank you, number one. And then believe it. Believe the new covenant. And people are always talking about God doing something new. You're going to hear in this new year, somebody's going to be talking about it. If you listen to enough preachers, they will talk about God doing something new. A friend of mine posted something on Facebook, an excellent post about a lot of people will be talking about God doing something new in 2024. But really, God is never, there are different seasons now. But he's really not doing anything new. The new started when Jesus went to the cross and finished the work. He started a new covenant. And, and it's, it's still new and it's still fresh. And God is doing what he always did. Amen. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus is still healing the sick. He's still blessing us. He's still demonstrating. God is still demonstrating the exceeding riches of his grace. Amen. 
he's still demonstrating his goodness, his his grace, his his grace that's limitless, surpassing, exceeding. Hallelujah. He wants to do in your life exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. Now, let's look at this. Mark chapter 1 and verse 40. On one occasion, a leper came and threw himself down in front of Jesus, pleading for his healing, saying, you have the power to heal me right now if only you really want to. Now, he didn't have a question about God's ability. All right? He threw himself in front of Jesus. Now, he knew that God had the ability to heal him. See, when somebody says, you can, God can do it, that means he has the ability to do it. And most Christians understand that God can heal. But the question is, will he? Now, there are some Christians that think that healing went out when the last apostle died, but that's not true, right? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is, one of his names is Jehovah Rapha, which means I am the Lord who heals you. He sent his word, Jesus, to heal us and deliver him, deliver us, excuse me. He sent his word and healed us and delivered us from all our destruction. Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all our diseases. Proverbs says, my son, chapter 4, attend to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health or medicine to all their flesh. Mark chapter 1, verse 40, ESV. And a leper came to him, imploring him, and kneeling, said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. I know you can, but I don't know if you're willing. Do you really want to heal me? The passion says, you have the power to heal me right now. If only you really want to. That was his question. Now, let's look at the next verse. Being moved with tender compassion. See, Jesus heals us. God heals us out of his compassion, his deep, tender compassion toward us. Jesus reached out and touched the skin of the leper. Pause. Now, in order for us to receive what God has already given to us in the new covenant, it takes faith or belief. See, it's not just grace, but grace through faith, right? What does faith do? Faith receives 
what God has freely provided for us by his grace. Now, I'm pausing here because I want you to understand, and let's look at this very, very carefully, that when Jesus touched the skin of the leper, I want to submit this to you, I believe nothing happened until his question was answered, do you really want to heal me? Think about that. See, Jesus touched him, and we know that power came from Jesus, like with the woman of the woman with the issue of blood, right? Power came out of Jesus into her, and it wasn't really about him touching her. She touched him, but it wasn't the touch that got her healed. It was her faith that released the power because there was a crowd of people. If you read that incident with the woman with the flow of blood in Mark chapter 5, there were a lot of people around her touching Jesus. Excuse me, a lot, a lot of people around Jesus touching him. Jesus actually said, who touched me? And the disciple says, man, you see this crowd of people? Everybody's touching you. What are you talking about? I'm paraphrasing. And Jesus like, no, somebody touched me. His power went out of him. See? So with this leper, even though Jesus touched this leper, his healing didn't manifest until Jesus answered his question. He touched the skin of the leper and nothing happened until Jesus told him, of course I want you to be healed, so now be cleansed. Hallelujah. And what happened? Instantly, not instantly when he touched him, but instantly when Jesus answered his question, the leprous sores completely disappeared and his skin became smooth, smooth as silk. Glory to God. Isn't that good? Praise God. Hallelujah. So it's important for us to release our faith in what God has already provided by his grace. So if you, if you need healing, receive your healing, knowing that it is absolutely God's will. He wants to heal you. It's his will for you to be healed. James tells us, but let him ask in faith with no doubting or wavering for he that doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man, what man? The man that doubts, thinks, think that he will receive anything from the Lord. All right? So if you doubt, Jesus said, or God says, you shouldn't expect, don't even let, that man think that he will receive anything from the Lord. And so 
when you don't know God's will, if you don't understand what God's will is, Ephesians 5 says, don't be unwise. I believe the 17th verse in Ephesians 5, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. See? And if you ask the question, Lord, if it be thy will, heal me. In other words, you don't know if he wants to. You don't know that he will. It's not enough to know that God is able. To know God is able is not enough to release your faith for healing. You got to know that he will heal you. You got to know that he will heal you. It's not enough. Let me say it again for the people in the back. It's not enough to know God is able. You got to know that God is willing to heal you. Understand what the will of the Lord is concerning your healing. It's his will to heal you. All right? Um, settle that in your mind because healing is a forever settled subject in heaven. All right? First John 4, excuse me, First uh, John 5, 14 and 15 says this is the confidence that we have in him that if we have that if we ask, watch this, anything according to his what? His will. I'm quoting, quoting this, but look it up for yourself. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. See, in order for you to be healed, all you need to know is, does he hear me? And you're the righteousness of God, right? The scripture tells us that his ears are open to your prayers. Praise God, child of God. Hallelujah. So all you need to do to get God to heal you is to get him to hear you. Why do I say that? Because 1 John 5, 14 says, if you ask anything, 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 not just your healing, anything, prosperity, whatever it is, restoration for your children, restoration for your marriage. If you ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. See, if we know, that's why it's important to get God to hear you. Because if we know that he hears us, we know, not we might, but we know that we will have the petitions that we have asked of him. Ah, well, how do we get him to hear us? How do we get God to hear us? To ask, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Well, how do we know it's his will to heal me? to bless me, to give me favor? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. God's will is his word. So read the will and know what's the will. His word, 
Another word for will is, guess what? Covenant. Read the new covenant and know what the will of the Lord is. Woo, praise God. I just taught myself happy. All right, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for joining, and I am out. Thank you for joining us today for the Living by Grace podcast. You are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, totally righteous, and destined to win because of Jesus. Have an amazing day.